Chapter 9, in which Piglet is entirely surrounded by water. It rained and it rained and it rained. Piglet told himself that never in all his life, and he was good as knows how old, three was it, or four, never had he been... Never had he seen so much rain, days and days and days. Oh, if only, he thought, as he looked out the window, I had been in Pooh's house, or Christopher Robin's house, or Rabbit's house when it began to rain, and then I should have had company all of this time, instead of being here all alone, with nothing to do except wonder when it will stop. And he imagined himself with Pooh, saying, Oh, did you ever see so much rain, Pooh? And Pooh saying, Oh, isn't it an awful piglet? Piglet saying, oh, I wonder how it is over at Christopher Robin's way. And Pooh saying, oh, I should think poor old rabbit's about flooded by this time. Oh, it would have been so jolly to talk like this. And really, it wasn't much good having anything exciting like a flood if you couldn't share it with somebody. For it was rather exciting. The little dry ditches in which Piglet had nosed about so often had become streams, and the little streams across which he had splashed were now rivers, and the river between whose steep banks they had played so happily now sprawled out of its own bed was taking up so much room everywhere that Piglet was beginning to wonder whether it would be coming into his bed soon. "'It is a little anxious,' he said to himself, "'to be a very small animal entirely surrounded by water. "'Christopher Robin and Pooh could escape by climbing trees.' And Kanga could escape by jumping, and Rabbit could escape by burrowing, and Owl could escape by flying, and Eeyore could escape by... Oh, by making a loud noise until rescued. But here I am, surrounded by water, and I can't do anything. And it went on raining. And every day the water got a little bit higher, until now it was nearly up to Piglet's window, and still he hadn't done anything. Well, there is Pooh, he thought to himself. Pooh hasn't got much brain. But he never comes to any harm. He does very silly things, and they turn out all right. And there's Al. Al hasn't exactly got a brain, but he knows things. He would know the right thing to do when surrounded by water. And there's Rabbit. He hasn't learnt in books, but he can always think of a clever plan. There's Kanga, and she's not clever. Kanga isn't. But she would be so anxious about little Roo that she would do a good thing to do without even thinking about it. And then there's Eeyore, and Eeyore is so miserable anyway that it doesn't really matter about him. But I was, but I wonder what Christopher Robin would do. And then suddenly he remembered a story which Christopher Robin had told him about a man on a desert island who had written something in a bottle and thrown it into the sea. And Piglet thought that if he wrote something in a bottle and he threw it in the water, perhaps somebody would come and rescue him. He lifted the window and he began to search his house, all of it that wasn't underwater anyway, and at last he found a pencil and a small piece of dry paper, and a bottle with a cork to it, and he wrote on one side of the paper, Help! Piglet! Me! And then on the other side, It is me! Piglet! Help! Help! Then he put the paper in the bottle, and he corked the bottle up as tightly as he could, and he leant out of his window as far as he could lean without falling in, and he threw the bottle as far as he could throw. Splash! And in a little while it bobbed up again onto the surface of the water, and then he watched it floating slowly away into the distance, until his eyes ached with the looking, and sometimes he thought it was the bottle, and sometimes he thought it was just a ripple on the water which he was following, and then suddenly he knew that he would never see it again, and that he had done everything he could possibly do to save himself. And so now, he thought, somebody else will have to do something, and I hope they will do it soon, because if they don't I shall have to swim, which I can't, so I hope that they do it soon. And he gave a very long sigh, and he said, Oh, I wish that Pooh were here. It's so much more friendly with two. Now, when the rain began, Pooh was asleep. It rained, and it rained, and it rained, and he slept, and he slept, and he slept. 
He had had a tiring day. You remember how he discovered the North Pole? Well, he was so proud of this that he asked Christopher Robin if there were any other poles such as that a bear of little brain might discover. Well, there is a South Pole, said Christopher Robin, and so I expect that there's probably an East Pole and a West Pole too, although people don't really talk about them very much. And Pooh was very excited when he heard this, and he suggested they should have an expedition to discover the East Pole next, but Christopher Robin had thought of something else to do with Kanga, so Pooh went to discover the East Pole all by himself. Now, whether he discovered it or not, I forget. But he was so tired when he got home after that, that in the very middle of his supper, after he had been eating for little more than half an hour, he fell asleep in his chair, and he slept, and he slept, and he slept. And then suddenly he was dreaming. He was at the East Pole, and it was a very cold pole, with the coldest sort of snow and ice all over it, and he had found a beehive to sleep inside, but there wasn't enough room for his legs, so he had left them outside. And wild woozles such as that inhabit the East Pole came and nibbled all of the fur off his legs to make their nests for their young. And the more that they nibbled, the colder that his legs got, until suddenly he woke up and, oh, there he was, sitting in his chair with his feet in the water and water all around him. He splashed to his door and he looked out. Oh, this is serious, said Pooh. I must have an escape. So he took his largest pot of honey and he escaped with it up to a broad branch of his tree, well above the water. And then he climbed back down again and he escaped up with another pot. And when the entire escape was all finished, there was Pooh, sitting on his branch, dangling his legs, and there beside him were ten pots of honey. Two days later, there was Pooh, sitting on his branch, dangling his legs, and there beside him were four pots of honey. And three days later, there was Pooh, sitting on his branch, dangling his legs, and beside him was one pot of honey. And four days later, there was Pooh. And it was on the morning of the fourth day that Piglet's bottle came floating past him. And with one loud cry of, Honey! Pooh plunged into the water and seized the bottle, and he struggled back up into his tree again. Oh, bother, said Pooh as he opened it. All of that wet for nothing. What is this little piece of paper doing? And he took it out and he looked at it. Oh, it is a message, he said to himself. That's what it is. Oh, and that's a letter P. And so is that one and so is that one. And P means poo. So this is a very important message to me. And I can't read it. I have to find Christopher Robin or Owl or Piglet, one of those clever readers who can read things. They will tell me what this message means. Only I can't swim. Oh, bother. And then he had an idea, and I think that for a bear of very little brain, it was a good idea. He said to himself, if a bottle can float, then a jar can float, and if a jar floats, then I can sit on top of it if it is a very big jar. So he took his biggest jar, and he corked it up. Well, all boats have to have a name, he said, so I shall call this one the Floating Bear. And with these words, he dropped his boat into the water and he jumped in after it. And for a little while, Pooh and the floating bear were uncertain as to which of them was meant to be on top. But after trying one or two different positions, they settled down with the floating bear underneath and Pooh triumphantly astride it, paddling vigorously with his feet. Christopher Robin lived at the very top of the forest. It rained and it rained and it rained, but the water couldn't come up to his house. And it was rather jolly to look down into the valley and see the water all around him. But it rained so hard that he stayed indoors for most of the time. And he thought about things. Every morning he went out with his umbrella and he put a stick in the place where the water came up to. And then the very next morning he went out and he couldn't see the stick anymore. So he put another stick at the place where the water came up to. And then he walked home again. And each morning he had a shorter walk than he had had the morning before. And on the morning of the fifth day, he saw the water all around him. And he knew that for the very first time in his life, 
he was on a real island, which was very exciting. And it was on that morning that Al came flying over the water to say, Oh, how do you do? to his friend Christopher Robin. Well, I say, Al, said Christopher Robin, isn't this fun? I'm on an island, you know. Well, yes, the atmospheric conditions have been very unfavourable lately, said Al. The what? I say, it's just been raining, explained Al. Yeah, said Christopher Robin. Yeah, it has. The flood level has reached an unprecedented height. The who? Well, there is a very lot of water about, explained Al. Yeah, said Christopher Robin. Yeah, there is. However, the prospects are rapidly becoming more favourable, and at any moment... Hey, Al, have you seen Pooh? No, but at any moment... Well, I do hope that he's all right, said Christopher Robin. I've been wondering about him, you know. I expect the piglets with him. Do you think that they would be all right, Al? Oh, yes, I expect so, because you see, at any moment... Well, do go and see, Al, because poor Pooh hasn't got very much brain, and he might do something silly, and I do love him so. Al, don't you see, Al? Yes, well, that's all right, said Al. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll be back directly. And then he flew off. And then in a little while he was back. Pooh isn't there, he said. What, not there? He has been there. He's been sitting on a branch of his tree outside his house with nine pots of honey. But he's not there now. Oh, Pooh, cried Christopher Robin. Where are you? Oh, here I am, said a growly voice behind him. Pooh! And they rushed into each other's arms. How did you get here, Pooh? asked Christopher Robin when he was ready to talk again. On my boat, said Pooh proudly. I had a very important message sent to me in a bottle, and owing to having got some water in my eye, I couldn't read it, but I brought it to you on my boat. And with these proud words, he gave Christopher Robin the message. Ah, oh, but this is from Piglet, cried Christopher Robin when he had read it. Oh, isn't there anything about Pooh in it? asked Bear, looking over his shoulder, and Christopher Robin read the message aloud. Oh, are those peas piglets? Oh, I thought that those were Poohs. Well, we have to rescue him at once. Oh, I thought he was with you, Pooh. Al, can you go rescue him on your back? Oh, I don't think so, said Al, after grave thought. Well, it's doubtful if the necessary dorsal muscles could... Oh, well, then would you fly to him at once and say that rescue is coming, and Pooh and I will have to think of a rescue and come as quickly as ever we can. No, no, don't talk, Al. Just go on quickly, please. And still thinking of something to say, Al flew off. Now then, Pooh, said Christopher Robin, where is your boat? Oh, well, I ought to say, explained Pooh, as they walked down to the shore of the island, that it's not just an ordinary sort of a boat. You see, sometimes it's a boat and sometimes it's more of an accident. It all just depends. Oh, it depends on what? On whether I am on top of it or underneath it. Oh, well, where is it? Oh, it's there, said Pooh, pointing proudly to the floating bear. Now, it wasn't what Christopher Robin had expected, and the more he looked at it, the more he thought what an incredibly brave and clever bear Pooh was. And the more Christopher Robin thought this, the more Pooh looked modestly down his nose and tried to pretend that no, he wasn't. Ah, but it's too small for the two of us, said Christopher Robin sadly. Yeah, the three of us with Piglet. Yeah, that makes it smaller still. Ah, oh, Pooh Bear, what are we going to do? And then, this bear, Pooh Bear, Winnie the Pooh, F.O.P., friend of Piglet's, R.C., Rabbit's Companion, P.D., the pole discoverer, E.C. and T.F., Eeyore's comforter and tail finder, in fact, Pooh himself, said something so clever that Christopher Robin could only look at him with his mouth open and his eyes staring, wondering if this really was the bear of very little brain whom he had known and loved for so long. Well, we might go in your umbrella, said Pooh. <gasps> we might go in your umbrella, said Pooh. <gasps> we might go in your umbrella, said Pooh. For suddenly Christopher Robin saw that they might, they might go in his umbrella. 
and they opened his umbrella and they put a point downward in the water and it floated, but it wobbled. Pooh got in and he was just beginning to say that it was all right now when he found that actually it wasn't. So after a short drink, which he didn't really want, he waded back to Christopher Robin and then they both got in it together at the same time and it wobbled no longer. Well, I shall call this boat the Brain of Pooh, said Christopher Robin. And the Brain of Pooh set sail forthwith in a southwesterly direction, revolving gracefully. Now you can imagine Piglet's joy when at last the ship came in sight of him. In years after, he liked to think that he had been in a very great deal of danger during the terrible flood, but really the only danger he had been in was the last half hour of his imprisonment when Al, who had just flown up, sat on a branch of his tree to comfort him, and he told a very long story about an aunt who had once laid a seagull's egg by mistake, and the story went on and on and on rather like this sentence until Piglet, who was listening out of his window without very much hope, went to sleep quietly and quite naturally, slipping slowly out of the window towards the water until he was only hanging on by his toes, at which moment luckily a sudden loud squawk from Al, which was actually part of the story being what his aunt said woke the piglet up and just gave him time to jerk himself back into safety and say oh yes how interesting oh did she when well you can imagine his joy when at last he saw the good ship brain of Pooh, captain c robertson first mate p bear coming over the sea to rescue him and as that really is the end of the story and i am very tired after that last sentence i think we shall have to stop it there